Yeah, hi, this is Tony at Cover Magazine. I'm speaking to Tusang Mshlangu, the CEO of AGCS Africa. How are you doing, Tusang? Very well, thanks, uh, Tony. Uh, good. good to hear from you. Absolutely, yeah. A long break and um, we haven't spoken for a while, but thank you very much for your time. A good reason for us to talk is that your risk barometer for 2023 has just come out and um, very interesting shifts in terms of risks, etc., that we can see. And um, it's very interesting to see how the focus on different risks change, etc., over time. Maybe you can just highlight for us a few of the main risks um, that came out this year out of the old barometer. Yeah, so Tony, um, as you know, we run this, um, you know, the Alliance uh, Risk Barometer, you know, it's an annual survey. We've surveyed uh, about 2,712 risk managers who gave their, you know, their, their comments. And we have had a record of like 94 countries and territories contributing to this uh, report, representing 23 different industry sectors. And essentially, we ask our customers, you know, our risk managers uh, across the globe, you know, large, mid-sized and small um, brokers and also industry trade organizations. And essentially, we want to know, um, we ask them, what are the top three risks they believe are the, the most important in the coming year? And number one, you know, by, 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 which is a repeat from last year, cyber. Cyber still remains a top risk, you know, for the second time in the road globally. It's no surprise um, in the, because it's a biggest worry for clients as we live in a digital connected economy. You know, and, and we've seen also the the cost of cyber crime, which cost the world economy next of a trillion uh, a trillion US dollars, which is about one percent of global of the global GDP. So cyber is ranked number one globally, and it's ranked number two in Africa and the Middle East. Um, it used to be number one in Africa and the Middle East, but now it's uh, number two in South Africa. Of course, it's it's now a critical infrastructure blackouts. I think that's, um, you know, the new you know, risk for us, you know, in terms of that's coming in for the first time as a top risk in South Africa. Uh, that's a great concern. But globally, if you go back to the second risk, it's business interruption and supply chain disruption. Um, that's the second uh, biggest risk globally. And it's the third biggest risk in, in Africa. Mm-hmm. Um, we also looking at... Uh, the another big feature is the macroeconomic development, which has now moved uh, shot up seven places in the global, um, you know, results. It used to be number ten and it's now number three. And if you look at um, in Africa, if you look at the, as a continent and the Middle East from um, response, it's, it's shot up to number one. Why is that? I mean, most companies are deeply concerned about and deeply worried about the inflation, as we've seen uh, inflation, mm. you know go up in different territories. Uh, we see it in our own market, even in South Africa, inflation has been issued. And what, as a result of that, you know, uh, central banks have had to raise interest rates. And also there's been concerns about a potential um, recession in certain markets. So those, uh, for me, in terms of the top three, um, and I could also add the energy crisis, you know, those interlinked, mm-hmm. which is exacerbated by the war uh, between Russia and Ukraine and the aftermath of COVID-19. And that's a new risk in the top 10 in terms of um, uh, 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 Africa. And also it's a new entrance in the, in, the to- in the top 10 globally. 
So those are the, uh, you know, those are the ones that I, I could mention for now. There's maybe many other risks yeah. <laughs> involved. Yeah. Uh, we could talk about them. There's political risk and violence, uh, which is the new entry in the top 10 as well mm. and um, globally and then but it's ranked still it's still been a feature in in our in our africa stats you know for the past uh, couple of uh, surveys that we've done mm. so Tuzang, part of your um of the insurer risk uh, uh, role and in this case alliance agcs role is to um assist clients and not just provide cover, but assist them in how to approach these risks, how to view them in a different light, how to um, manage the risk, and then guide them in that process over a period of time. What do you do and how do you approach that role that you have to play? Yeah, I think uh, as, as as Allianz, we work closely with our brokers and and um, also we also we have a good um, service that we provide in terms of uh, Allianz Risk Consulting. So we've got risk engineers um, that provides, um, you know, support and and expertise, which they they gather because of the um, the global nature of our business. So we're able to learn from different markets and from different organizations and we'll be able to share best practice you know, um, to to our clients um, on the ground. And one of the big, uh, you know, issues is the growing connectivity of organizations, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, the the biggest, well, we talked about supply chain risks, we talked about business interruption, which is still in the top three big, uh, concerns for, for risk managers. And as Allianz, we're able to help, um, you know, clients to, to, to look into those supply chain risks and see how, and to support the client to see how they can diversify their own businesses, uh, you know, they, how they can step up risk management. And, um, and we spend time to see how they can invest more in terms of looking to the, the supply chain risks and also uh, building, you know, proper data, improving the transparency. Um, there's a lot that needs to be done in that area. I mean, whether it's a cyber risk, with a, um, you know, like I said, on the business interruption aspect, it's no longer that your your your, your supply could be local. They could be sitting in a in a netcat prone area. It could mm. be, uh, and that could impact your business directly. So, looking into those data and and, and creating a web of your your, your supplies and, and looking at contingency plans. Um, that's that's very key. That's and that's how we support our, our customers in terms of improving the the, the, the data and uh, avoiding a, a a disruption that could be detrimental to, to their businesses. Mm-hmm. So now bringing those two things together. So first of all, you've identified these risks, analyzed them, you see what the impact of them are, etc. And that's a um, part of the purpose of the risk barometer is to share some of that those learnings. But then at the same time, you also sort of identify, you know, you um, really get to understand your client in terms of how those risks impact them, your system in analyzing, et cetera. The last sort of step in this process then is to um, to view these challenges in a bit more of an opportunistic way, not just to be um, you know, the policeman that guards against every risk, but to look at how can you find opportunity in those risks? How do you go about doing that? I think, uh, you know, Tony, there's always an opportunity in a crisis. You know, um, we're looking at the the power uh, disruptions that we're having um, and, you know, 
and the lack of um, you know uh, you know lack of uh, of power and and um, the energy energy crisis. If you look at all these aspects, it it drives and also the, the impact of um, you know climate change. You know, in terms of net cat scenarios that we're seeing, um, which is becoming much more severe uh, across the the territories. And uh, so, the the issue of renewable energy is one area where we we as a company are focusing on, and we provide you know. Uh, cradle to grave solutions as companies need to diversify uh, where they source their energy now you know relies on on the national grid uh, it is no longer is no longer you know it's not dependable so you, it's not reliable mm-hmm. um, so you need to look at um, alternative source whether it's uh, solar or whether it's hydro uh, in certain mm-hmm. markets and we help uh, our different companies in terms of providing insurance um, you know for for building up um, such you know such uh, alternative source of energy and mm-hmm. like i said whether it's sourcing the materials to the country from a marine perspective whether it's storage whether it's uh, constructing of a of a solar uh, plant we, we we support that and, and also the operational risk as well you know ensuring mm-hmm. the risk itself so mm-hmm. it's cradle to grave solutions that we 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 look at and it's important mm. for, for organizations to, to look into into that because it has a huge impact in terms of our you know um, carbon emissions if you you know and and um, and green energy so it's good it's good all around mm. Mm, absolutely now in terms of all of this where do you, where it's sort of in a closing question where are you going to focus your energy um, for the year uh, and that of your staff obviously <laughs> <laughs> excuse, excuse the pun. Focus on the energy. That's exactly. Yeah, <laughs> you are going to focus on energy. <laughs> I think um, for us, I think twenty twenty three. The energy is more about um, it, it's 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 the war on talent. We I think we, we haven't spoken about that yet, but mm. it's how do we make sure that we retain our staff? You know, you know, there's there's a there's a, a great resignation, as you know, across mm. you know, you know, across our, the globe, and and the challenge is about the maintaining a corporate culture um, in this hybrid way of wor- working, um, and so to retain some of the staff, you need to be able to provide that flexibility for staff to work um, from home, from the office, or wherever they need to work, and to be output driven and not necessarily to 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 micromanage people and i think uh, our challenge is to to maintain the same corporate culture in a hybrid model like we did when everybody was in the office so that's yeah. what we're working on that's very key uh, and um and, and and i think it's a it's a challenge for many organizations how to maintain corporate culture in a hybrid working model yeah no absolutely i think that's been covers experience as well my journey with um with that we've been working remote for many years and it's always um a challenge to keep people working in a team to keep people's spirits up when times are tough and um yeah to not uh, for them not to feel like they are isolated you know be part of that culture yeah, because I mean, if you think about it, um, I mean, as as Alliance, we we measure our engagement, uh, staff engagement, employee engagement, in an annual survey, um, yeah. which is called an AES, it's an Alliance Engagement Survey, and we we measure uh, not only engagement, we we also look at work well uh, index, 
You know, mm. uh, we look at uh, people and performance under the inclusive meritocracy uh, pillar. And all of these are key to a success of, of, of any organization, mm. um, you know, and if we do not make sure that the engagement is high and people, um, there's work-life balance, there's also uh, people, uh, people get recognition, recognition rewards as well. That's very important. And also, uh, you know, not forgetting that people that are working from home and, or, or trying to reward people who are coming to the office, uh, that won't work. You know, that's what will drive down engagement and the culture as well. So I think for, for us, it's making sure that those uh, engagement scores are high, uh, improving every year, and we're also taking action on some of the, mm-hmm. and listening to the staff and, and, and their concerns and see how we can uh, make sure that we address some of the issues that have been raised by the, by the staff and, and make sure we have a win-win organization. Yeah, absolutely, which you seem to have. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you very much for your time. And um, yeah, hopefully I'll see you in Joburg at one of the dinners in the near future. See you soon. 